Earlier this year, Triangle Gardener publisher Beverly Hurley and I followed the Richmond Garden Trail to discover the beautiful gardens just a couple hours north of here. We stopped at Agecroft Hall, a 500-year-old Tudor manor home that had been imported to Richmond in the 1920s. I was fascinated by the sunken garden that included a charming knot garden made entirely of evergreen herbs. Their head horticulturist, Joseph Day, gave me a tour of the garden and explained it provides year-round interest, something that has a lot of appeal this time of year. My name is Joseph Day, and here we are in Richmond, Virginia at Agecroft Hall. Agecroft Hall is a museum um, just west of town in Richmond that interprets history to the English Renaissance. So we're in a very particular kind of garden. Tell me about where we are. This is our vegetable garden slash knot garden. But can you describe this to us? Well, knot gardens um, are generally made of evergreen uh, plants, um, and they were started to come around the time of uh, more trade in England and France when rug or rugs were coming over from the, the Far East and um, copying those designs. From what my research indicates, people just were very interested in knots and they somehow believed that it ensured if you put it on a wall, the wall would stay up. So does that idea continue with a garden? If you put a knot garden in your garden, will the garden persist? Uh, well, it has here at Agecroft, so, um, but I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about the kind of plants that you have here in your knot garden. Um, most of them are evergreen herbs. Um, we have germander, a couple of different types of lavender, uh, tarragon, rosemary. And the only uh, non-herb in there is uh, dwarf barberry. That's, that's the red That's function. the red uh, square in the middle. Okay. So a knot garden looks like a lot of maintenance. How, how much time do you have to put in to keep it looking sharp? Um, I would say just, well, it's generally where you locate it. Um, Agecroft Hall, the gardens have been a tradition here since the house was built in the 1920s. Uh, just above us, there's magnolia leaves, and this is the time of year they start to drop, and they generally drop for a good month, and then the rest of the year they also drop. So it's quite a bit of maintenance cleaning up leaves. But uh, beyond that, I would say, you know, I do two hard prunes a year, um, and... Other than that, not, not, not too much. Um, it is an evergreen garden. There's interest all year round. Uh, I recommend it to uh, most people. Um, they, don't, they don't take up that much time. The, turning out a vegetable garden or one of our other gardens on the uh, property take up much more time. Hmm. Well, that's encouraging. So if I wanted to create my very own knot garden, how would I get started? Well, first, I would draw out the design on paper. That's the number one thing. Um, there is a lot of research uh, that has been done on these. Um, any Stuart or Tudor period gardening book will give you a wealth of information on these. These were the rage back then. And also, they're still incorporated today. Um, also, I would go and visit some. Um, but the number one thing is sketch it out on paper, source your plants, and then, then plant. Well, you make it sound like it's possible for me to have a nut garden in my yard. Very possible. Um, and I think it'll give you uh, all year round of pleasure and uh, it's very interesting and people always want to know about it. So it is a conversation point piece and, and also you get all these great herbs that we've got plenty of herbs. Fantastic. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm Lise Jenkins and this is the Triangle Gardener Show. 
We'll be taking a break for the holidays and be back in January with new episodes. We enjoy creating this podcast and appreciate your support. You can find this and other episodes of our podcast on iTunes or on our website, trianglegardener.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.